Ladies and gentlemen, episode 20 is here. This episode is actually recorded several weeks ago, but we are uploading it now for the big milestone. I just want to say thank you guys from episode one up until now, everyone who has listened or watched the content. It really means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to the co-host as well. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Episode 20, Balancing Your Workload, something that I know I've struggled with, everyone struggles with. It's something that no matter what you do, there's always going to be curveballs or something, but it, that's the beauty of life. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. Once again, episode 20, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. We had a little hiatus, not to fear. We're going to try to set up a plan so we can upload consistently, even if we have a week or so where we are unable to a meet up. So going forward, weekly upload, that's the goal. Gentlemen, we're going to reach that goal. Let's talk about the topic for this week, though, balancing mm-hmm. your workload. I feel like it's a topic that I personally struggle with still. It's it's a matter of trying to be, quote unquote, perfect. It's something that, you know, it won't be in just your 20s. It'll be in your 30s and so on for the rest of your life. But in your 20s is a very vital thing to try to understand and try to grasp a little bit more than you did in your teenage years. So let's start off with question number uno, fellas. What has an right. unhealthy workload done to your health, your your mental, your physical, you know, all that? So who wants to open that Throwing up? Throwing it all out of whack. Just every little up. part of life. Man, you're not lying. Every little part of life just changes because your focus isn't there on your priorities is how you could look at your workload and which one's more important like a job or if you have a kid, you know, whatever that may be. So I definitely think just having your priorities straight and making sure you're not hitting deadlines, but doing the right thing when you should. Connor, what about you? What has an unhealthy workload done to your health? It's tanked it (laughs) for lack of a better way to, describe it. Tank is a strong word. I mean, it's it's just made it more difficult to deal with things because when you, I feel like a lot of life and a lot of us being in our 20s is defined by our achievements and what we accomplish. We try to accomplish so much and do so much that, you know, we, we don't always take time to just like let our brain be just like empty or just like think about whatever, right? And so we're always overloaded sometimes. Tanner, perk up, dog. What do you mean? Tanner looks like he's about to be a serial killer. He's just... I'm no, listening, he's bro. Listening it's my, re- he's it's my resting bitch face. Like, I don't yeah. know what you want from me. It's just the way I am. No I think it's your resting beautiful face, but you know. Hey, thank they you. kiss ass. I'll just, I'll just yeah. make nah. smile the whole That's time. my role. Go ahead, go ahead, That's Connor. my role. No, don't be a kiss ass. Let no, because I don't have the co-host role, as you see, but... It's that the, don't mean a damn thing. We can't put kiss ass Tell his No, tell his ass what's up. <laughs> no, I, but for real, I'm gonna fake smile the rest of the time. Go ahead, Connor. <laughs> no, but yeah, I would say for me personally, <laughs> my mental and physical health. I I feel like the time that I had the worst balance of my workload was probably yeah within the last year because I was working all the time. I was probably working like I mean 45 to 50 hours. It wasn't too bad, and I was trying to I was trying to work out every single day that I could. So like five to six days a week, pretty much. 
And then on top of that, I was getting ready to start doing research for school. I was trying to be really social and I just did so much stuff that I never like, I remember I would just get home sometimes and I would just crash and it was midnight or something. And I would have really bad sleep because like, I didn't have time to filter anything in my head. And I, I, me as a person, I just need more time in general to filter probably than most people. But for me, it's like, it tanks my mental health if I have too much on my plate. And I mean, it tanks it when I have too little too. I can't do nothing and I can't just sit, which I also also think is unhealthy to mm -hmm. do just nothing. That's another side of a workload that I feel like people don't talk about is having too little to do. I feel like having too much time to think is absolutely going to make you go crazy, crazy nuts. And I had that problem probably in high school. I had way too many, much time to play video games, but I'm not going to ramble. Mental health tank because of that. And then your physical health obviously gets worse. And like, I couldn't focus on my workouts because I think I would work out for an hour and I was like, what did I even do? I know what I did, but I didn't make progress, you know? So just not allowing yourself time to just process things, it makes it really hard to actually be able to focus on things one at a time. So Tanner. Something to say after you, Tanner. Yeah, I was just going to say what, what the point Connor made about there's such thing as being an overachiever for sure, but then there's also something about being an underachiever. And you can, it really just boils down to your time management. You could have all the time in the world to complete something, but if you're not using that time wisely, and if you're trying to have something done, having a structure to it, you know, try to have something that will kind of give you a plan going forward instead of having all this free time to accomplish something, but no execution to follow that up, then obviously you're not going to achieve much. And you're going to think your workload is too much because you didn't get anything done when in reality, it's just purely your, your time mm. management and maybe even your work ethic that kind of goes hand in hand with having that, that workload, right? The balanced workload is being able to effectively get X amount of things done. So yeah, it can be that you have too much on your plate, but at the same time, it also has to do with your time management. Also your, your work ethic is part of it as well. I have something to say to yeah. your team. Going off of all that guys, life is like a buffet. There's so many options. And when you overstuff your plate, things start to go all over and you don't get to enjoy the proper things on your plate. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. that. And then things go out of whack. And then Absolutely. you drop chaos and you drop <laughs> the plate. And then... And then a server comes over and is trying to clean it up. And guess what? That was your mess. Tries up, yo. Yeah. Yeah, and your mess is now. And they only have one place. drink refill. No, qual and then quality they over quantity. No, no, seriously though. Yeah. Quality over quantity for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Connor, wait, what were you gonna add to this point? Well, it, it was something to you, but I do I do think that overstuffing your plate, it's like Thanksgiving, which hey, that's coming up, you know, that's stomach totally stomach ache. Yep, so hey, you get a stomach ache. You're right, GT. That's that's a really simple way to look at it. You you said the thing where like if you don't prioritize your time well enough, you kind of just let time slide and you think you're busier than you actually are. So you actually think that you're overbooked when in reality, like you, you're not actually doing enough and you're thinking about it too much. And then you just don't get anything done. And then you get in the yeah. self-perpetuating cycle where you think you're not good enough to do more because you can't get this little stuff done. And it's this weird mindset that you have to break. You do have all the time in the world and it's hard to break that. It's hard to break that mindset. But my motto this whole year has been consistency is key. That's That's been my absolute motto with everything that I'm trying to pursue. And I think with a balanced workload, 
consistency is key and we'll get more into it, but I just, I really liked what you said with that. Felt that. Cool. Who's got the next question? I believe it's going to be Mr. Glenn Tatum Fletcher. Oh, let's do it. So guys with balancing workloads, where do you see people going wrong in general or maybe personal? I mean, like I said, I, I guess I spoke my answer too soon, but I really do think in high school when I thought I had too little on my plate, I was doing too much. I was doing way too many things at the same time and really not giving myself the quality of care that I deserve to give to every area of my life, whether it's my relationship, whether it was my extracurriculars like band or soccer or swim or even my academics. So then in college, I tried a flip side. I tried to give too much attention. I was hyper-focusing on my academics that I realized after I got a year and a half into college, which is essentially when I started to realize that I probably want to change my major, it was because I was hyper-focusing on just school in my grades and not really living. And so I was thinking I had so much going on, but I, I didn't at all. So now I'm, I've experienced both extremes on the spectrum. And so now I feel like I'm in a much healthier balance. It really does boil down to your work ethic and your time management. And just finding that balance of when you feel that you're exhausting yourself and doing too much, then you need to take a step back and maybe either do less or figure out a way to be more effective. And just listening to your body, listening to your, your head, your mental health, but also physically. So that, I guess I spoke too soon, but that, that's my reiteration of what I said before. Uh, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it's like, I, I probably spoke my answer a little bit too soon, but you know, I talked about comparing yourself a little bit with like your achievements and trying to get a lot of things done. Cause that's what we're defined by in our twenties. A lot of the times. Right. So some people go over the top trying to prove something and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you should try to prove something. You should work for something. But if you lose, if you lose steam before you get to the finish line, then there, there's nothing you're going to cross at that point. Right. Ooh. I also think that some people are, they, they fixate on things and you, you brought that up and I was just going to reiterate that too. It's like you fixate on this thing that you think you have to throw your attention at. And you said you're not really living. We're talking about balancing our workload, but there's other parts of your life that have nothing to do with your workload, like seeing your family and seeing your friends and, you know, doing things that are, that make you happy that aren't work, you know? So you have to be able to balance this workload so you can have those things in your life still, and you can still prioritize important things like hanging out with your friends and having some kind of social life. Even if you're more introverted, it's still, the workload is not the one thing that defines your life. Um, people, when they're way older, I, I used to read like studies about older people and it's like the number one thing that they always wish is that they, they spent more time with their family and their friends when they were younger. That's like the number one thing that they wish after they've like lost people. So I think that's where some people maybe go wrong, at least in our age range right now. I like both of y'all's answers. So I can't really add too much other than I think your workload is something that definitely needs to be figured out and that comes with trial and error. So it's definitely not something you'll get figured out, especially in the beginning, especially in your twenties as well, because that's when you learn so much about yourself, about society, 
where you are, where you want to be, and things change. And you're going to be throwing a lot of curveballs. Whether you like it or not, you're not going to live a fairy tale. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But you do have time on your side where you can balance that time out and balance your workload out to where you can actually live. Like Tanner said, he started doing stuff just existing on this planet. Yep. I like that. That's right. It's about more than just existing. Absolutely. That's right, baby. You got to live. Connor, wait, what do you got life, for baby. Us? You only live once. Mm-hmm. That's right. Live it. Live it up, baby. Fuck we, GT, I love, I love right. the spirit, man. That's right. So I like GT's point right before we were talking. What do you guys think about the concept of multitasking in regard to balancing your workload? Do you think it's an effective strategy to balance your workload? Yes or no, basically. Oh, man. I want to see Terrence because Terrence got so much on his plate. I mean, like, he has so much on that Thanksgiving plate. That boy had thirds. <laughs> I'm on my third plate. His no, turkey's I, up here. <laughs> I'm saying, I, and the gravy. Man, don't don't do that to me, man. You make me feel like Stuffing. I'm not living. Oh, you um, living? I'm living. I'm living. I feel like uh, it's a double double edged sword, right? You you need to multitask if you have different things in your life that you're trying to work on, whether that's working on yourself or your relationship with others, your career. You know trying to get in shape, whatever it is. But if you are multitasking too much and splitting your time into too many slices of the pie, you're not going to enjoy the pie. So you got to multitask to a degree and kind of divvy up. And once again, time management, divvy up all the things that you're trying to accomplish simultaneously. But it's very easy to go on that downward slope where you are trying to do 12 things at once and then you realize in the future that you never never achieved let's say jack of all trades versus master of none right you're trying to do all this stuff and and sure maybe you excelled in one two three areas of your life or three things you're working on so it's a double-edged sword i feel like it's it's just a balance i think multitasking does help you to a certain degree i think with that how he said a double-edged sword i totally agree And when he's talked about the pie and all the different slices, like I said earlier, the priorities of which slice of pie is your favorite and which one is the most important slash favorite. So, and that goes with your priorities. And I definitely think with multitasking, you can absolutely do it. I think there are times where you do need to multitask, like Tanner said. I and I think there are times where you just need to let go, just focus on one thing and just let your brain relax and let your brain put focus into that. You don't have to hyper focus on it. But I think people don't give themselves enough time and they make their workload all day and they don't ever put any time towards themselves. And that's where people go wrong with their relationships, friendships, family, just all the all the above. Connor, if I can add something very quick. Actually, I, I just want to ask you this question in addition to your answer. Mm-hmm. When GT said that people are trying to do too many things at once at, at the same time, do you think something that people also do not do with their workload is try to do everything at the same time in the short term? Instead of if they have the opportunity to do several things, may not get as much done 
within a shorter time frame, but longevity wise, it's healthier. They're not, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I was going to go. Yeah, okay. I think, you, right, pick, go I think you picked up on it. This might be the first time that I don't completely disagree with y'all, but I don't really think multitasking is actually an effective tool. Let's say you're going to master school. You've got to do research for master school for this amount of time. You also have like a remote job that you're doing. So, you know, you have to work two hours on a project or something like that. Right. And so multitasking to me is doing research for school, like reading articles while you're waiting on maybe reports from Excel to pull up or something like that. And then you're doing math while you're reading, you know, so like to me doing two things at the same time, I actually don't think it's effective personally. And maybe it's just my head and maybe it's just a couple of things that I've read. I think multi-planning is effective and maybe that's more of what we're talking about where kind of like Tanner alluded to, when you try to get a lot of things done in a short amount of time, it tends to be that some projects or some things that you're trying to do get some fo like this amount of focus and then your brain gives out, I feel like after a certain point, and then these other things don't get as much focus. Like, I don't know, study for a test or something rather than doing it all three days before and learning all the material, if you space it out a couple of minutes a day. It's not only better for your brain for long-term memory retention, but it's much easier to get 20 minutes a day of studying in rather than three hours on one night. Cause you don't know what's going to happen that week, for example. Right? So for me, I feel like multitasking it. I, I think in certain situations it may work if you can do something and then you have to wait on it to finish. So you do something else in the meantime while you're waiting. So I would still consider that multitasking. So I think that's effective, but otherwise I actually don't think it's good. I, I don't think our brains can fully focus on multiple things at once. You're going to lose something in the mix. And I think it'd be better to just <clears throat> target it 30 minutes on this thing then go 30 minutes on that thing and just move on from it after and then bring your head back to it the next day or the next time you're scheduled to come back to the thing that's on your planner for the example. So that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know. Sometimes when you mix some things together, kind of like with food, you mix something up, you'd be surprised. Like, damn, that we, tastes we good. We must be hungry, bro. Like, I'm starving. We've been talking about Thanksgiving. Like, shit. I'm starving. Go ahead. Sorry, GT. Didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, you're good. I'm just <laughs> saying... Sometimes when you experiment, you can multitask with some different things. Now, like you said, math and reading, I think that's two completely different ways of going and thinking with your brain. Right. So it's using different parts of your brains. I'm not even going to act like I know where the hell the reading part of math <laughs> is. I'm not even going to act like I know that. That's but, on the left side, I think. I don't know. Hell, I don't know. Your guess is about as good as mine. But I honestly think... Like when I said something similar, like that's where you can multitask, even though it's like along the same line. Right. So. I, I mean, one thing that I've done while multitasking, I've like, I have to do research for my master's program. That's why I brought up that example. So I'll cook dinner and I'll listen to a lecture about somebody in my field or something. That is multitasking. And because they're one thing I'm doing like physically and one thing is just me listening to it, I can do it. But I won't lie to you. I don't retain as much with the lecturer if I was just completely focused on it. You know what I'm saying? For me, I don't. Maybe some people could do that. But I, I personally just think it's... It's hard. I, I, don't, I don't know if, if you guys ever multitask, I invite you to just multitask something and then try to do it separately and just see the difference. Yeah, yeah. no. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not going out no, and be yeah. like, well, Con what Connor's saying is wrong. It's all opinions, man. So welcome to the world. It's Connor, the first your... time we've disagreed. 
might be, bro. It's probably not the last two, but what's the what's your yeah. follow-up question you have for us? Yeah, the, the follow-up question was just kind of moving along to now talking about like tips and talking about where you've been with your workload to where you are now. How has balancing your workload changed from, I said college, but I'm just going to say like high school, from where you are in high school slash college to now, since we've all been out of college for at least a year or so, how, is it, how has it changed for you guys? I'll go ahead and start it briefly. For me personally, the, the things that I noticed overall was in high school and even into college, honestly, until I pretty much graduated college, I'll say my last year, is when I was trying to balance my workload, I realized a lot of the things I was trying to balance didn't necessarily have to do with me first, if that makes sense. A lot of things I was prioritizing are things that I was trying to balance simultaneously were things that maybe benefited others, but didn't necessarily have the direct impact on my own personal life. Now, is that wrong? No. But in terms of personal growth, for something that I had to do in order for me to grow and learn more about myself, I had to switch my workload from the balance of trying to kind of please others, do things for others, do things with others to kind of do more of the workload that benefits Tanner benefits my own work ethic, my success, my career, kind of be a little more selfish if I, in, in all honesty. And that kind of helped me in terms of my mental health and my physical health, right? When you prioritize yourself or do more things that directly impact you, obviously that will have a greater impact on you. Hmm. And then on top of that, in terms of balancing my workload from high school to, to now, I would also breaking down things that I want right here, right now, realizing that, hey, you can try your best to rush things. You can try your best to have things happen kind of forcefully. But now I have the kind of more laid back feel of, hey, I can try to have everything in my control, but there's outside variables or things that are just out of my control. So just kind of taking my you know, slower pace or maybe having bigger long-term goals on something instead of immediate results has kind of helped me break down my my workload into more you know attainable pieces day by day so d does that make sense it, it made sense when i was thinking of it in my head but yeah i don't know if that yeah yeah makes yeah, sense yeah, to me. yeah yeah so those are my two yeah, things something like that what about you gt i was about to say in high school i definitely made it about others before myself and i kind of lost sight of my priorities and that was and that's something that I take full responsibility for and it was learning where I put way too much into what others were doing instead of what I should have been doing which was focusing on myself my academics my my sports and all that and I kind of just I'll tell you what, worrying too much about a damn girl. What the hell? God bless. So, but hey, not saying women are bad. All you people listening, don't start saying GT hates women because it's not true. I have a woman and she's the best. So don't do that. GTH. Hashtag, I have the best relationship out of these three. So y'all can <laughs> Damn, well, I don't have one, so. He doesn't have one. Exactly. Hey, He's speak, the one who started it. You can't speak on other people's relationships, CT. So on top of you hating women, 
You're also see. Um, all right, people. For everyone listening, this is how Tanner <laughs> tries to manipulate people and tries to go about it with wording stuff and tries to hey. mess with you. I, I, so this, I'm this is I'm what he does you in how real you life. Look from an I'm outside. telling you. Look, if, we're, GT, if we're doing you, it with bug eyes, I keep all y'all big GT, bug eyes. You wrote the narrative, dude. Tanner's just speaking it. Like, Thank I don't you. know what you mean. Thank you. See, okay, people, this is what happens in real life. I get, <laughs> like, teamed up against because I'm just the bigger guy, supposedly. And then yeah. everyone looks at me like, we're going to take him down. <laughs> just like <laughs> earlier episode when Tanner, you know, my grandma, Tina, you know. <laughs> Bro, you uh, need that. to drop this. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Man, so funny. No, this is just. Funny. I'm so giddy. But, <laughs> yeah, man, freaking. Well, your priorities think, changed, man. It sounds like. Yeah, priorities just need to be more solidified. And I got into college and realized, yeah, you need to start working on your academics because you can get suspended, which I did. And then I got my Thanks. shit together, and then I ended up getting a gold scholarship and got lots of money. Good for you, academics. Bro. So, yeah, that's awesome. Just be smart. Don't be stupid, and but also make time for yourself because that's what like broke me was I wasn't mentally and like strong within myself. Beautiful. But, I like yeah. it. Very, very well said. Very eloquent. I mean, I pretty much have been through the same thing. I'll just keep it brief. Definitely resonate with the whole workload was too focused on who I wanted to date at the time. Oh my gosh. Still, still dealing with that, but it's much easier now. But definitely cared, echo the same sentiment as you guys too much about what other people cared about me, made my workload around that. I actually college, I flipped and cared only about what I wanted to do. But then I had the whole thing where I wasn't doing enough and I was just a stoner all the time and not doing anything. And then nice. now I've now I found like a good balance where it's like gotta care about me, but also gotta care about my people. So it's just it's just about living and learning and changing mm -hmm. who you are. This right here has saved my life. This little planner. Get a planner, guys. It shit yep. works. So all right, let's So what are some tips for those who fail to properly balance their workload? And I think we've kind of covered that. Like, what are some tips? So, me personally, I'll just get it out of the way because mine's plain simple. Get you, get you a planner. If you just if you start to lose focus on things, get a to do list. Check check that box off. That's satisfying. Clear through. Check it off. And get you some good people in your life. Don't surround yourself with losers or people who don't want to see you succeed or get all that stuff or that add more to your workload when you already have so much on your plate. If they're not helping you with your workload, but they just want to add more to it, but they want you to help with their workload, fuck them. And you can tell them that GT said that too. They may not Good. know who you are, but oh, they're gonna learn quick. Oh, hey, they're they gonna search me up. Oh, they're gonna see. Oh, they gonna they at me. I mean, good <laughs> <At> way. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Connor. Go ahead. I mean, good way. To, good. <laughs> GT's gonna get flamed after this episode, apparently. <laughs> like, just by wow. Yeah, I, I like that you brought up the whole. Uh, if you got people who are adding to your workload, definitely cut it off as easy, as best as you can, as easily as you can. You just gotta trim the fat. Just leave the lean meat. That's what you gotta do. Because at the end of the day. Yeah. lean parts the best part right and it's the most mm. important part it's where you get the most nutrients not speaking in ridiculous allegories legit that's that's a good way to look at it and i think 
that planning, getting a planner and a to-do list is good. Calendar is my number one though. I Google Calendar where it sends me alerts and it sends me things. At all my jobs, I, I've had Outlook, for example. That that thing is a whiz. I wish I had Outlook for myself because it sends notifications to your phones and, and stuff. So it's really good for business. But my Google, my Google Calendar has so much stuff on it now. And then I also write things down the minute that I know I have to do something. Even if I don't put it on my to-do list yet, I use my notes app on my phone all the time, just like writing stuff down. Cause if I keep it in my head too much, I, I'll forget about it. I, I just will like you using finite ways to plan things like a calendar, a planner, and honestly talking to people like GT said, who, who know how to do it. If you got good support system with your parents, ask them how they do it. Most of them have to-do lists. Most of them have reminders on their phones. Most of them plan stuff out weeks and months in advance. Don't wait till the last minute. That would also be another big tip. My I parents guess. have a ginormous calendar that they write everything down. So when you say calendar, dude, and it's right there on the pantry. And of course, yes, because when you go to get food, you look at it and you're like, damn. Because if you forget something, boom, right there in bold, nice, colorful mm -hmm. colors. Yep. Exactly. Right. Write it right on it. Put put it somewhere that you're always like Gigi said, the fridge, but put it somewhere that you're always going to be by that. You have something like a Sharpie, a pen or whatever. It's easily accessible because if it's not in an area that's that's close to you, you're going to forget. Absolutely. You should put it all in one place, honestly, because when you start developing the habit and you start developing your routine of checking that stuff, your brain's just going to be like, oh, there it is. You know, it's going to be hard for the first couple of weeks, but once you do it. Oh, it's so much, it's makes things so much better. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. I would say something that I do is probably a little more unorthodox than, I mean, I do those two things, but something I do as well is have those, those solo conversations, you know, when you're alone by yourself, sit down and look at everything that's going on in your life and think, have I made progress or what was my goal that I was trying to achieve three months ago? So I'll, I'll sit down like every three months or so and really sit down and think about everything that's going on in my life, the good and the bad. And I would say, and this, this, you know, controversial, I'd say about 80% of the goals you're trying to achieve. If positive results aren't coming to you within three months, there's something that you need to change, right? Whether it's a small thing or a, a larger kind of adjustment in order to get to where you want to be, if nothing's necessarily going in that positive direction, you need to sit down with yourself, have those talks and figure out, what can I do differently to get to this goal I'm trying to do or to kind of realize that, okay, I'm putting way too much effort. I'm not balancing my workload. I'm putting way too much into this and it's still not working. So what can I do to kind of not give myself so much time on that? Because clearly I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something over and over again. That's not being successful. So sit down with yourself if it's once every three months or maybe even every month to kind of figure out, what's right, what's wrong, things that you want to achieve that you haven't yet, what can you do to adjust that? And then just stay on top of your shit and uh, trust in a process, you know, have a supportive group, like you guys said, and it, it all comes together. It just takes time. <clears throat> and going off that, I got a quick thing to say. Mm -hmm. I saw a video where this very successful businessman and person, when he was asked about what all like he thinks about and what's a tip that you can give to anyone, especially those in the twenties, focus on the things you can control and leave the other things alone or kick them out or eliminate them. And things you can't control, get rid of them. 
And that's that right. was that was that was crazy. It was like, damn, that's true. That's real life, baby. That's right. Kind of like you said. Or go ahead, Tanner. No, no, no. Go ahead, Connor. Go ahead. I forgot. Go ahead. Hey, no way. <laughs> well, <laughs> what I was gonna say is boy, actually like, no way, the, boy. The comment you just said actually kind of leads into my last question, which is besides you know learning to <laughs> say no, which was a big one for me. What other principles or lessons have you learned in your 20s that has helped you achieve a more healthy and balanced workload? Do you guys have any other principles or lessons that you implement for yourself that you feel like might be beneficial for, you know, our viewers or people in their 20s, especially? I would say the first one that I can think of, and I kind of touched on it earlier, is when you're making your goals and you're making like cadences for things that you want to achieve. It sounds, it sounds weird, but less is more in my opinion, the simpler, the better. Don't first, definitely don't make your goals overly complicated. Obviously you also have to make them big enough to where it's not so general that you can't accomplish it because if your, your goal is just, oh, eat better. Well, I mean, how are you going to eat better? Are you trying to get to a target weight? Are you, are you going to do a health plan? What are you going to do with that? So you have to make them specific enough to where it's actually tangible, but not so complicated that you'll lose track of the goal. And so for me, less is more. And then I said it earlier, consistency is key. So it's in Tanner, you touched on it earlier, but the number one thing I would take away is whatever your goals are, if you can, and it's possible, stretch them out longer and make it more consistent so that it's easier to keep up with that you're going to feel like you're making more progress because at least you're doing something. So those two things for me, that's would be my biggest takeaway from this episode. And we've, we've all touched on it. I would say don't let other people's workload become your workload because your workload is yours and under your title, not someone else's title. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I especially learned in my 20s can't satisfy everybody but you got to be able to satisfy yourself because if you can't satisfy yourself and have yourself all together how do you expect to give everybody else the best you have the strongest base that you can especially early on instead of having to play catch up later on be stronger in the little things and base things now thing playing catch up with other people and with you not other people but with yourself later on yeah yeah that's something i um the the one thing that i i'm more of a deep thinker so this probably won't apply to a lot of the people that listen but i saw this i think on tiktok and it kind of made like really reevaluate some of the things i've been doing or will do in the future for for big milestones you know stuff i'm like right now, I'm trying to get into grad school, which is a, a huge you know milestone for me. But when you are looking at your life, do you think right now your eight-year-old self and your 80-year-old self will be proud of you right now? Or are they going to have some advice for you in the moment? So are you making your eight-year-old and your 80-year-old self proud right now? And so that's something in terms of my priorities, I to link it to the current episode's theme my priorities, which link to my workload, my own healthy workload. Once I realized that a lot of stuff that I thought mattered that I needed to have on my, which I in fact did not, that's when I was like, oh shit, I got to cut this out or I got to change this because it's almost like baggage, almost this 
stuff that's weighing me down that truly doesn't matter. And so that's something that kind of helped me with my workload is, you know, trying to make my myself feel happy about what I'm achieving, but also think about future Tanner and also childhood Tanner of, are they proud of me right now? Am I doing okay? Am I, is my workload balanced? Is everything I'm doing kind of in a goodwill or is there a bunch of shit that I could take away or stuff I'm doing that's maybe not the best for me? I agree 1000%. Cool perspective, Tanner. Sacrifice, not even like sacrifice, but be smart about the present. So that way mm -hmm. the future, you just reap the benefits and everything's exactly what you want. And like you said, Tanner, your 80 year old self, your older self, whatever you want to look at or are going to say, make them proud, make them extremely proud of everything you did and how you did it and be appreciative and love the process and every little thing that comes with it. I like that. I like that. Cause like your 80 year old self is going to remember all the hard work that you put in, you know, and you'll remember the result, but you'll remember the steps you took to get there. And we'll just appreciate that you, you put in the work to make your workload a priority and to make it balance for your life. So I like Represent that. Your name. Well, Sorry, make man. people remember your name sorry for the and, right things and maybe it's maybe it's something that's a little too serious for people and they're going to be listening to us and kind of think it's you know comical in a way but maybe something else works better for you but for me personally if i'm thinking about very serious decisions or very pivotal moments in my life which the 20s has a lot of those presented that's just something that i think about when i'm really having a serious mentality of moving forward what am i going to do or moving forward trying to be successful in various ways so mm -hmm. do you guys have any closing thoughts or closing questions before we wrap this guy up or or no gt you got anything else to add buddy Nah, another good podcast on the book, boys. Let's keep it going. Let's keep Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, in that case, fellas, I think we'll wrap it up here. So thank you for listening to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. Yes, Bounce sir. your workload. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we're going to try to upload weekly, like I said, guys. But thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. 